Welcome to Blue Talks. Hello, everyone. It's so lovely to be here. I just want to take a moment just to take a breath and just look at all your beautiful faces. Thank you for coming today and being here. Today I'm going to be talking about the secrets to connecting with self, manifest magic. I've seen so uh, too many women especially who have spent their lives just taking care of everyone else and sacrificing themselves and ending up you know, lonely and tired and with the ailments of everything they kind of left while they were taking care of everyone else's needs and not taking care of their own. So let me just introduce myself and tell you a little bit why I am so passionate about, passionate about what I speak. My name is Leslie Evans, and as you heard, I am a psychiatric nurse therapist and have been for over 30 years. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. I am a soul care practitioner, which means that I access the Akashic records for that soul insight on your behalf, and I'm also a Reiki master. I am creator of Rise of the Phoenix. I'm an international speaker, international best-selling author of Defunct Yourself, Tips to Guide You on the Funk You're In. And I'm a wife, a mother to three beautiful girls, and nanny to my beautiful grandson and a daughter. And I just wanted to share my mission with everyone. And really, my mission is to empower women who are the carers, the healers, the feelers, to give themselves permission to be limitless. Because I believe by building awareness and presence, women find their sense of passion, their intuition, and unlock endless possibilities to manifest magic in their lives. So if you're okay with it, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about myself and why I feel this way. Um, you know, I think it, almost everyone, or at least I did when I was young, I had a checklist of all those things that I really thought I wanted in life. I graduated from psychiatric nursing, check. I got a job in public health, check. I married my college sweetheart, check. We got a house. We had three beautiful girls. And I was also primary uh, primary support to my mother. So all of those things I checked off and I checked off and I checked off of what I thought I wanted in life. But as I checked those off, I began to lose myself to that checklist because I started to just make that checklist and all of those people that I loved more important than what I wanted to do in life or where I wanted to go, and really about my own self-care. And it came to me one day, I was speaking with my eldest uh, daughter, who was 16 at the time. It was a while ago, she's 28 now. And 
we were having a discussion. She was having trouble with a boy. And like any good mother, I gave her the great advice that she, you know, she had been having trouble and she was starting to lose her, the things that she loved to do. She'd stopped singing, she'd stopped dancing. She was doing things she wouldn't normally do to be with that, with that boy. And I gave her, of course, the best motherly advice to say if they really cared about you, then they would want you to be everything that you could be. And they would want you to do the things you love. And what happened in that moment when I was speaking to her is a light bulb went off for me. So I had to take a good, really good look at myself and, um, and think about what I was modeling to my girls. I wanted my girls to live the life of passion, a life of, of being everything they could be. I didn't want them to live a life of sacrifice and sacrificing themselves for those they care about. But that's what I was modeling to them. And so I really sat down and had a good little chat with myself, a good little chat, and decided I needed to make some changes to be able to be the model that my girls needed to be, for me to be. And so a lot of changes came out of that. Uh, my husband of 21 years and I uh, separated and divorced. We knew what we were doing wasn't really healthy for us, never mind our girls. And so we did that and we moved out. My girls, my mom and I all moved out on our own. And I don't know if you've ever uh, discovered this when you, um, when you haven't really been taking a full deep breath. And I can remember the first night being in our new home and being able to take a full deep breath right down to the bottom of my, my lungs. And I actually didn't realize how shallow I was breathing for so long. And like any separation and divorce, things weren't easy all the time and things, and I was busy making sure my girls were okay, my mom was okay, my, my clients at work were okay. And as I was making these changes, I kind of sunk back into the things I had already been doing as taking care of everyone else. And so um, it came one day where I had driven home at lunch and I couldn't tell you what it was, what made the difference, but I drove back to work. That straw broke the camel's back and I can remember driving into work. I still had three and a quarter hours left in urgent mental health. And I drove up, took a few deep breaths and walked into work and did my three and a quarter hours. And at the end of my shift, I looked for my keys. They were nowhere, not in my purse, not in my pocket, nowhere. And I thought, oh boy, I hope my, I hope my vehicle is out there. Um, and not only, when I walked out there, not only was it out there, I had left it running the entire three and a half hours that I was in at work. And so I remember getting in and turning it off. I don't know why at that point I thought that was a good idea, but I did. And I just remember taking a breath, this deep breath, putting my head on the steering wheel, if you can imagine and just reeling, realizing 
that I was as empty as my gas tank now was, that I just had run myself to empty. And so that was the moment that I knew I had to make this change. I had to take the time to get to know what I liked, to get to know, to be everything I wanted to be. And so, you know, I was a therapist already over 20 years at that point. And I should know all these things. I should know how to take care of myself. I've been doing that for a long time. And uh, so I understood at that point that there was more to it than just those steps, those really good steps, those tools that are awesome. But I realized that I'd really been missing this spiritual piece of me. And that's what I did over those years is connected with the universe, God, spirit, creator, in whatever way you describe it, I connected with that. And I dug more and more into those complementary therapies. And I was able to understand that both my worlds really go blend really beautifully together. So I'm going to give you a, few st a couple of simple steps today to get you going on the path to being able to create more presence and manifest magic in your world. So the first, the first step is break it down into smaller steps. I know this seems like you might have heard this before, but it's really, really, really important that you break it down into smaller steps. Most of the people that I work with uh, that are overwhelmed or feeling stuck are there because they haven't broken it down into a small enough step. So break it down into smaller and smaller steps. As you can see with the slide, the person with the ladder with the, the larger rungs in between hasn't even taken the first step. And the smaller steps are already almost all the way up. So it's very, very important to break it down. If you're stuck, look at the step you're trying to take and break it down into smaller. And the other thing I'm going to say with that, we judge ourselves very, very harshly, that we think we should be able to take those steps. We should be able to do this. We should. And all that does is create more heaviness. So try and look at it as this is just me breaking it down into a smaller step and break it down. The second thing I'm going to tell you is really, really important is to get to know yourself. Get to know what you like. Get to know what you love. See, when we give from a place of sacrifice and guilt and responsibility, it's a very different energy. And people receive it in that energy and they feel guilty about what you're giving to them. But when we give from a place of fulfillment, when we've fulfilled our passions and our uh, loves, they receive it in such a different energy. And then they go out and they share. The other thing that happens when we go from a place of guilt and responsibility is that we rob people of the steps that they need to take in their journey because we're doing so much for them. We rob that. We rob them of that. So it's really important. Spend the time. Take small steps. Spend the time to get to know yourself. And the last thing I'm going to tell you is to 
start being present. How many uh, multitaskers do I have out there? <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell you, multitasking is actually, nobody can do it. I think it's less than 2% of the population, their brains can actually multitask. You're actually switch tasking and taking more time. There's many studies that say that um, it takes up to 50% more time when you are working on a task and you answer an email or a text, it takes up to 50% more time to get that task done and you make 50% more mistakes. So it actually is taking time rather than giving you time when you're trying to multitask. So start being present. Start being more present in your life. And I'll tell you, it's, it's challenging when you're already overwhelmed and you got lots to do to think about uh, fitting that into your day to try and be quiet and be present. But when I talk about mindfulness, I mean just being present in everything you're doing. So one of the things that I'll tell you is, I love this, is using your steps. How many walk every day? Okay, it's a bit of a trick question again. I walk from the living room to the kitchen. I walk from my car to a building. I walk, you know, all everywhere. And what I call is those the transition steps. And those are often the steps when our minds are going with everything we've got to do in a day, right? is we're going and going and going. So I'm gonna challenge you just to take that time when you are walking from place to place just to quiet your mind down, to start think about the amazing things your body is doing to balance you, to your muscles are doing to move your legs, your arms swaying, the breeze that can go through your hair while you are moving, start to really focus on that. And it's only 10 seconds, maybe 15 seconds, maybe 30 seconds, but start to really train your brain that you want to start slowing down. And, you know, in the beginning, your brain's going to say, yeah, but this is the time we usually think. And you can say, yes, I know that. Acknowledge that. And almost like in conveyor belt, you can let that thought go through and drop off say, but right now I want to focus on my walking. So just start to train your brain that you want to slow it down. Take small steps and you'll get there. And then you start creating presence in lots of other places. Eating is another wonderful place to create presence. If you, if you want to try that, imagine how much more you enjoy your food when you're wholly present with it. So I know I'm getting to the end of my time here, and I want to thank you for, for uh, you know, being present here with me as I've done this. Uh, so I just want to remind you, take small steps. Get to know yourself. Remember, service is not about self-sacrifice. The third thing is just start being more present. Start being more, mind more mindful in life. And... If there's anything you would like, some help in doing any of those things, <laughs> I know the slide will come up, but <laughs> you can get a hold of me. Uh, my name is Leslie Evans, and I'm here to help you to manifest magic in your life.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.